0: Warning: This episode contains mature language, adult situations, be shown in pretty boys, giant robots, conspiracies, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 67, The Origin of Slash Fanfics in the USA. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Mono Review Podcast. I'm your host, Zahn. How are you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. I know it's been a little bit of time since our last episode, but don't worry. Episodes are still coming out. We're still pumping them out. We're still going to be ready and still good, and everything's going to still be awesome in this wonderful podcast universe. Don't worry about it. It's no problem. Uh, for those who don't know, Spark Inside that provides information reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode i review one or two manga depending on the situation and give you some information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks really cool and you pick it up and the book sucks. I do all the dirty work for you and I inform you enough so that you know if the manga is worth reading or not. You don't have to agree with anything I say, but hey, it won't hurt if I give you a little bit of information, right? Right. So, what is new with Xan? Nothing much, the scars healed, I beat Fallout 3 completely, and, well, I've been playing Beatles Rock Band. A very cool game, very trippy, and just very, well, what's the word I can say about it? It's just, it's pretty awesome. I mean, the only shame with the Beatles game is that it's 45 songs total. Out of a collection of 200 songs. So a lot of good songs like Maxwell's Silver Hammer, Happiness is a Warm Gun. A lot of those really good songs are not included in the Beatles game. But besides that, it's pretty good. Why am I speaking about video games? This is a manga podcast. We talk about books. Well, I don't know because there's not much going on with Zan. But, well, it doesn't matter, I don't think, because... I know you're he- I'm here to entertain you and give you some information, and some people might listen to this on the car ride or when they're in class, and I want to entertain you a little bit, because some people say, oh, it's dry just to hear you talk about manga, so, you know, just bullshit about some stuff here and there and what's going on in the world, but, you know, I should try my best to stick on topic, especially today, because today is such a wonderful and happy episode, because we're covering what started Yaoi fanfics in the United States, and what am I speaking about? Well... We'll get to that in a moment. Before I forget, let me give you the contact information that you can check it out on the show notes. And that contact information is that you can check out the website, spirecan.podbean.com, for all updates and information about it. You can also email me, spirecan.gmail.com, or zan.spirecan.gmail.com. I am on Xbox Live, zan.space, gmail.com That's zan with an X, not with a Z. Also, you can leave a voicemail at 206-426-6665, that again is 206-426-MONK, yep, the Monk line, definitely call there, leave some information, leave me a voicemail and I'll play it on air, also send me lots of emails, I want to read some of this stuff on, because with emails, the only one I really got was one of the contest members, oh, before I forget, I, can't, I have to remind you about the Dragon Ball Z contest, well, for our episode 70, we are going to be reviewing Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I know it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's our 70th episode. It's kind of a big deal, just a little bit, because 70 episodes is a big time. I mean, that would mean we have actually beaten warp anime podcasts in their total amount of time. So it's kind of cool. I mean, now he's does now Aaron does the Schnooth cast, but hey, that's pretty good. 70 episodes. That's really nice. And well, so we're gonna be doing Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and I'm doing a contest to give a lucky listener five episodes or five issues of the original Dragon Ball manga and also I might throw in a DVD we'll see what happens but right now it's five volumes of the original Dragon Ball and that's the original Dragon Ball printing from the original Shonen Jump manga release so it's a little bit bigger and a little bit flashier but hey it's free manga and I have had some winners. i sent some of the manga that they've won out. Hopefully they've got it. If you haven't, please email me. I'll see what happened with it. And don't worry, you're going to get your manga. Don't worry. Either way. So, I think we should get on with the review for this episode. Don't you agree? Because I think I babbled for about two minutes or so, give or take. Maybe a little bit. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin manga review, I spun the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be re- reviewing A very spiffy manga. A very sad manga. And what manga am I speaking of? Well, of course, I'm speaking of... New Mobile Report Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Or, Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Which is an adaption of the original animated feature, the OVA, which was released in 1997. A three-episode series and an anime film. And, well, this manga came out around 1998. It was re- authored by Kochi Tokiya, and published in Japan by Kodansha, and we released it over here under, well, Pop, Which, you gotta love Tokyopop. Them and their horrific and blah. Anyway, so yes, and it's a Shonen giant robot fighting, military, conspiracy theory thing. And, well, first off, this is a very old manga, like mad old, I'm talking maybe, well, it's, like I said, 98, it's over 11 years old, so it's an older manga, it's actually in really good condition, surprisingly. How I got a hold of it, we're not going to talk about it, and it's a Tokyo Pop, so it is, in the correct order from right to left. But, what is Gundam Wing about? For those of you who don't know, what, I've never even heard of Gundam Wing, there's a lot of you who haven't, because this is maybe before your time, because well gundam wing is this sci-fi series well it's a giant mech series well you can issue of gundams or are... you've all heard of gundams i'm assuming giant robot series based on a continuity so on and so forth not gonna get into it we're gonna stick with gundam wing because well this is an adaption of the tv series well it's a sequel more like so let me read i'm literally gonna just read verbatim what the history is so we can get into what gundam wing is about well the endless waltzes well, History is like an endless waltz. The three steps are... War. War loomed over the Earth Sphere since the formation of the space colonies. Colonists immigrated to space to escape the conflicts of Earth, but the very greed and corruption they fled soon followed. The United Earth Specter Alliance formed to govern Earth and the colonies, but the new government was effectively an extension of the old Earth government, and thus looked out for terrestrial interests at the expense of the colonists by AC 150 dissident groups were arming themselves for revolts against the Earth Sphere Alliance peace peace came in the form of a single man, Hiro Yui in AC 165 the colonists elected him their leader and his message of colonial autonomy and pacifism spread quickly throughout the Earth Sphere Alliance but some did not welcome peace the Romafeller group the military-industrial complex that controlled the UESA had U.E. assassinated. In the unrest that followed, the Romafella group unveiled the elite military force OZ, which brought order to the colonies with an iron fist. Revolution Revolution became the only options left to the colonists. Dissident leaders developed Operation Meteor, an apocalyptic plot to drop a colony onto the Earth's surface, killing millions of people and disrupting the Earth government. Thus, using the five strongest weapons ever constructed, the Gundams, colonial leadership would establish a new order. In AC-195, the plot was set in motion, but the Gundam pilots, led by a new hero Yui, disagreed with the dissident leaders on how to achieve peace. After nearly a year of battle, the pilots succeeded in bringing peace to the Earth Sphere once more, but it was a fragile peace, one that would be shattered at any time, and in the twilight of, after Colony 196. That piece would be tested once and for all. Whoa! That's really in deep and really in depth. That's one thing I always liked about Gundam. Their history is very well done. No matter what, it's not like. Um, one of these new series where it's like, okay, we're just gonna start you off here, la di la you'll figure it out as it goes along. This has a whole established history that they tell you about, that they actually create this whole history, so when you enter in, there's a lot of reading you have to do, but it's kind of cool, it's a developed universe, it's not okay, we're gonna create a character and then we'll kind of fuck around and figure out what the hell's going on. No. We're gonna create an entire universe, and then we'll create a story in this universe, and there'll be so many little subplots and little things in it, that's pretty cool. I love that about the Gundam universe, how each one is their own little universe and has histories and has characters and has plots, and that's pretty cool. And, well, The Endless Waltz, well, this manga, takes place after that whole conflict. It's a year afterwards, and what happens is the war kind of ended. The main leader of Oz, Trace Kushrenada, died, and, well, Oz has gone. <clears throat> and what happened was the Earth... Earth Sphere Alliance is gone, and now they have the Earth Sphere United Nations. And they have this group that's kind of helping them out called the Preventers. And they're like the, well, peacekeepers that are going on. Like, if there's a problem, Preventers go in and they save the day. And they're made by old Oz members, including... And they all have weird codenames based on elements. Like, there's fire, and water, and of course, the mysterious and wondrous wind. Who we'll get to in a little bit. And that's what's going on with Earth. And of course, one of the main female characters from... Gundam Wing, Relina Peacecroft, or Relina, uh, how the hell did they pronounce her name? Excuse me for a moment. Relina, sorry, Relina Dorleon, because she's, is now the Prime Minister who's in charge of, well, her job is just to make sure that everything's go good and she talks with everyone. She's the, like, second in command to the Prime Minister because she no longer wants to be president. And now, remember how earlier I said there are five Gundams that appeared and the leaders kind of went against Project Meteor and they kind of saved the day? Well, these guys pretty much said, our Gundams are evil, we're going to just blow them up and get rid of them. And four out of the five launched their Gundams into space to be blown up into the sun. Well, one of them grabbed his Gundam and kind of ran away. And now this is where pretty much this starts. Now, what happened is that, well, Rumlina goes to this, well, she goes to this kind of diplomatic mission to one of the colonies, Colony 3, or technically it's L3-X-18999. And what happens is, is she goes to this peace meeting to make everything okay, well, she's talking to this guy, well, I don't even know what the hell to call him, it's like evil bad guy number one, and what happens is, is they're talking, well, as you could probably guess. This colony says we're going to change things so they drug Rolina, She passes out and she wakes up later and they say oh well we're now going to be making sure that we're taking over. You will declare this girl Mary Mia Kushrenada, who is the daughter of Trace Kushrenada, the former leader of Oz as the new ruler of the world and when you do that the world will be at peace and blah 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 blah. blah. A lot of other political intrigue in this point which can be kind of boring and, well, I'm not going to reveal all of it because it's kind of long and blah. And what happens is that they're now just trying to make things work, and then you have the Gundam pilots who, the f- three, four of them are trying to investigate what's going on, and then meanwhile you have all the stuff going on by, of course, Mary May's grandfather who is the... Who is this guy who's controlling her, who is actually a former advisor to the original hero Yui, and all this stuff is going on. And meanwhile, not a lot of giant robot fighting. There's a lot of just political talking and blah, 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 and, well, back talking. I mean, you do get some giant robot fighting, which is really cool. Some of the shots are done really well, the designs are spectacular spectacular, especially when you see some of the other Gundams, because that's what you really want to see when you read a Gundam manga or Gundam series. You want to see the Gundams. You want to see Wing Zero and Heavy Arms and Death Scythe and Altron and the Tall Geese. You want to see these robots just shooting the shit out of everything and blowing everything to hell. That's why you get these. this manga. It, it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie, it is a little dry at times, but it's pretty good and for an adaptation. It was well done, I think. I mean you have a lot of the designs of the mechs are pretty well done. I mean when you see Wing Zero in the new design, because if you watch TV series, he's shaped like a plane. Then you watch this one and he has angel wings, which is kind of stupid, but it works. And it gives you a little bit of a nicer explanation of the story and of the ending. Now, should I go through the whole thing and reveal every little plot point of this? Uh, no. I'm not gonna do that because, well, it's worth checking out if you can find it. It's kind of difficult to find, but it's pretty good. It's enjoyable, it gets the job done, and for a one-shot, which is what it is, it's worth, you know, it's really worth checking out. But what can I say about Gundam? I mean, you're probably wondering, we don't know anything, we're completely lost at this point. I should back up a little bit, right? Yes. So, for those who don't know, what is a Gundam? Gundam is a giant mech. Yes, it's a giant robot who's sophisticated and moves pretty much. It's more along the lines of a more realistic robot than, say, an Evangelion, which is essentially a biological creature that is just controlled with metal apparatuses. This is actually a giant robot that's maybe, let's see now, 30 meters, give or take. And the Gundams are made of this thing, well in this universe anyway, they're made of Gundamium. A very unusual material which is mined in the colonies. And they're able to make five of these Gundams which are much more stronger, and much better than the mechs that Oz use, which are called Leos. And the five Gundams, they're known, well each one has a different designation. First you have Gundam 01, which is the Wing Gundam, which is a flying Gundam. And this is piloted by the one and only Hiro Yui. Not the one who was the leader of the colonies thing. This one is well, he's a perfect soldier. Um he's pretty much very emo guy. And he's prepared to die for his mission, or he just will kill someone just on the premise of what's going on. And the funny thing is that he's the complete contrary, the contrast of his namesake who was Hiroyu. They just said we're gonna name him after Yu and make him an assassin. And he has this love-hate relationship with Rolina, like, obviously she is smitten with him and she wants to be with him. But Hiro pretty much is just, well, when he first meets her, he says, I'm gonna kill you. And then later on, he protects her and it's kind of like he falls in love with her and blarg. You really don't care about, I mean, you can care about that, but a lot of girls think, Oh, Hiro and Duo are having sex, or Max and Hiro are having sex, because all of them are shown and pretty boys. We'll get into the other Gundam pilots in a moment. Hero is just pretty badass for his mentality, because he's type of guy who's like, Alright, I'm shot, I'm going to kill you anyway. Even if I'm going to die, you're going to die. So that's pretty badass. Next Gundam, which is Zero-Two, Gund- Gundam Zero-Two is Death Scythe. Pretty much, well, he uses an Energy Scythe, and he wears a cloak, which is kind of badass. And he is piloted by Duo Maxwell. And he's, well, this guy who's kind of, when he's not in the cockpit, he's smiling, very fun, very happy, and just, you know, pretty cool to be with. When he gets in the Death Scythe, though, once he's piloting, he's like Angel of Death. He will kill whoever's fighting him and won't stop until they're all dead. And he's pretty badass when you see him. So, the next one, which is Gundam 03, is piloted by Troll Barton and in this manga you find out a bunch about him and where he got his name from and if he is the real Troll Barton or however it was revealed and I'm not going to reveal that because it's a big spoiler for this but he's pretty much well when you meet him in the original series he's this well he's working for a circus and he's kind of hiding his Gundam which is known as Heavy Arms. It's essentially a giant robot with two Gatling gun arms and just shoots the shit out of anything pretty cool and pretty badass. And, well, you, he doesn't really reveal who he is and he's just very enigmic. You don't know anything about him except he's very acrobatic and he doesn't talk and he has that typical, you can only see one eye and his hair is covering the rest of it. The next one, which is Gundam 04, is Sandrock. I'm not really a fan of, of Sandrock, never have been. It's kind of, yeah. He's just, just generic Gundam, and he is piloted by Quattro Rivera Winner, who is just essentially he is the pacifist of the group. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to cause any problems. Instead, he just wants to just make everything work out, and he'll fight if he has to protect his people. And he's rich. He's like a millionaire in like the space desert, which I really never understood why there's a space desert if it's in space. But that's what he does, and he's pretty cool. Sandrock I would never really liked out of the group, but you know who else And then finally you have Gundam 05 which has different names over time the Shenlong Gundam in this it's called the Altron Gundam which is kind of but pretty much what that one is it has it's a Gundam which has extendable arms like um I'm trying to think of a way to describe this well if you ever played the game Darkstalkers King Tut one of the characters he's a mummy he has this ability where he turns his arms into snakes and he punches you like Dalzim across the room. That's essentially what Altron does. It has these long arms that kind of extend across and will attack you, grab you, and attack you. And it also uses this kind of, well, it's a type of long pole with swords, with energy swords on both sides. So, that's his whole steely. Oh, I forgot, I almost forgot, Gundam Zero One. Most powerful ability besides the fact it can fly because it has wings. It also has a badass buster cannon which can obliterate, well, anything with enough shots. I think I butchered that enough, so you're completely and utterly confused or less confused. I don't know. And, well, the pilot Chang Fei is, well, he's a martial artist and he's a turncoat in the beginning of this manga because he joined L3's group and he's going to have them kind of try and take over the Earth Sphere the United Nations. And, well, how does this end? I mean, does Marame Kushranada take over? Does she able to defeat them? What happens with the Gundams? Are the Gundams going to be launched into space and be burnt to a crisp? Is Yui able to save Relina from the evil terrorist group of L3 X-18999? And what is the deal of Troa Barton his relation to Deccan Barton? Well, you have to read this manga to find out. Art style's pretty good. It's You can see it looks almost exactly like the anime at times, and other times it looks more f- simple. It's okay. Our writing style is, it's a Gundam. It's very political, there's a lot of talking, a lot of dead space at times, and you get kind of bored by it, but it's not bad. And the demographic, it's for guys and also for girls who want to make Yaoi fanfics because all the guys are pretty boys. Or for gun-feminist, if you like robots and you love Gundam, this is for you. So, for this, Tokyo Pop Manga, Mobile Suit Gundam W, Endless Waltz, or Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, I have to give this A. Gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel, okay, but forgettable. You're probably wondering why am I saying that when I'm just raving about it for about 20 minutes. Because... Well, it has a lot of political intrigue and a lot of murders and assassinations and other things like that, and also an entire conspiracy having to do with a, well, uh, dropping a satellite onto an entire planet and obliterating half of the human race. Well, it's a little... It's short, which is good. It's compact. It's good. It just, well, I'm not a Gundam fan. I mean, I am, but it's just, well kind of did it for me it was okay read it well it's enjoyable while you're reading it but then when you're done you can just put it down and be like I'm done I don't want to look at that again but that's just for me I mean there might be someone who says oh this is the greatest manga ever and I love it and I want to read it 50 billion times but once you read it it's kind of like okay what's next so it's just it's it's a good story but it doesn't have any rereadability like some of the other series where you can read them over and over and over again it's pretty cool. This is just kind of one shot. You're done. No reason to go back to it. But that's how it is with a lot of Gundam. A Gundam, once the story's over, I mean, you can go back and maybe write some fanfics or something, but or you can build the Gundam models, but the story, it's done. There's nothing else you can do with it. And this kind of closes up the Gundam Wing Universe in a nice, neat little package where there isn't anything else you really can do. So... That's about it for the Gundam. So, like I said, three. I'm giving it a, like I said. It's typical we'll gift for me, Crazy Aunt Mirror, okay, but free edible. Could be worse, could be better, but it was enjoyable for what it was. Yeah. So I know you expected something longer and better, but what am I going to say? It's Gundam. If you don't know what Gundam is, well, you go check it out. And I think I went a little bit too long into the whole Gundam Wing aspect, but that's neither as you can guess, here or there. So, I think that's it for this episode. I Oh, the contest! Yes, I forgot to explain the rules of the contest. For those you who don't know, the contest to win the Dragon Ball Z, you just have to send me an email by the 30th of... Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to extend the contest. I know this is a little late, but I'm going to extend the contest to the 7th of October. One week. Just to give people some time to figure this out. So like I said, all you have to do to win the contest is send me an email or a voicemail with, first, you have to answer the question, what is your name? Not an alias, what is your name? Second, what is your favorite podcast? And third, who is your favorite manga, video game, or anime character and why and it has to be more than two sentences and it has to be legitimate it can't be cause he's cool you have to give me a legitimate reason why you like the character the better, the longer the reason or the more concrete the better it will be and I will read the winner on air and I will pick now remember you have until the 7th of October I'm extending it for one week this is a one time only so remember one week okay so Leave believe that's it for this episode, so I think it's that time we've all been waiting for, and you know what I'm speaking about, it's time for the one, the only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now what is the Wheel of Manga? Well, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune which I found by accident one day that's covered in skulls. And what happened is, the Wheel of Manga has seven slots on it, and what I've done is I've assigned seven manga to each... Well, ten manga to each of the ten slots. I know I'm being a little bleh. I should know this because I am the creator of the Wheel of Manga, but it's late, it's about two in the morning, and I'm a little tired, so I apologize. But either way, so with the 10 slots, I have 10 manga on it, and I'm gonna spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode. Episode 68 of the Spark and Manga Review, so let me spin the Wheel of Manga, to see what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode. Ironically, it's number 7, which is kinda funny, because it was on 7 originally, now that's kinda funny. But, either way, so, number 7 is going to be Lucky Star. Whoa. Lucky Star, so a parody manga based on an anime, that should be actually pretty cool. Manga's kind of, well, the anime's kind of funny, so we'll see. We'll see how the next episode is, and I think that I'm going to be having a guest host on that episode, but I don't know. So I think that's it for episode 67 of the Spark and Manga Review. As usual, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it, and we really love having input and information. I really enjoy doing this. And I'm trying to do this as much as I can, just to give you guys as much information as you can, and also to keep a weekly schedule. I hope you guys are enjoying the work I do, because it is kind of hard to do this alone without funding. I really should put one of those donate buttons, but I'm not going to, because, well, I don't want to give this up. I'm not going to be like some of the other podcasts where we're going to do anime, and then after a year, okay, I'm going to change my mind. It's just going to be a blog about me being me. I want to keep talking about manga, because I enjoy manga. I like reading, and I enjoy just the concept of it, and just looking at the pictures, and also getting into it, and I want to keep this going, so I hope you guys enjoy it, and as usual, I just really, really dig my listeners, and I hope you guys are still enjoying it, for all you new listeners, thanks for tuning in, I hope to hear from you again, and for my old listeners, thanks for sticking around, so see you next time, as usual, this is your host Zahn saying,
1: I'm Gonsville, ¡Suscríbete